Yes. Okay. Today's learning should be Lizich and Nishma, Sir Moshe, Menachem Alevi, and Ramir Moshe Baruch. So I got to go back a few minutes. Ayin Gimel Amid Beis. Rava introduced this concept. Rava has a chiddush that we're going to see Abaya does not like. And Rava said like this that if you have Edim that are Hochashu and then Huzmu, they're still killed. Meaning, so they have Edim that testify that a certain person killed somebody, so he's high of the death penalty. But before their Edim Zaymin, again, Edim Zaymin is where not just that they're disproved, but you say, Imano Yisim Babakamplaini, you were with us. So how could you say, how could you say this, you were with us? That's called Edim Zaymin. Before their Edim Zaymin, their testimony is already thrown out, meaning that they testify that Shimon killed somebody, and then people come forward and testify Shimon didn't kill somebody. So they're already negated, because it's two against two. It's already negated. Then they become Edom Zaymin. The halacha is, says Rava, they're still killed. That's a Rava Shita. Meaning, and the Chiddush is, the Chiddush is that although, the Chiddush is that although, um, although they're, by the time they're up to Edom Zaymin, their testimony was already kind of refuted, there's still their refutation is considered part of the Hazama and they're still killed. Rava says, I'm just doing a Chazar, just it's a tough daft, so we gotta. So, yes, please. So Rava, that's what Rava says. So then Rava says, let me let me prove it to you. He proves it to us from the following Brisa. The Brisa is a very cryptic Brisa. The Brisa says that it's a testify, testifying about. Uh, they testify that uh, that John blinded his Evid and then knocked out his tooth. The halacha is that. Uh, and the master agrees to it, and they're found to be Zayman, they pay the value of the eye to the slaves. The Gemara says, what's going on over here? If they're taka lying about the fact that the Evid was actually maimed, and he wasn't actually maimed, they should pay the entire value of the slave to the master. They shouldn't pay the eye to the slave, they should pay, they're trying to mess over the master, not the slave. So the Gemara says, okay, so Rabbi says, here's the story. The story is as follows. There's really three sets of witnesses. The first set of witnesses say... They say that he first knocked out the tooth, so now he's a free man, then the eye, so he owes the slave an eye. The second set of witnesses comes forward and reverses it. They say, no, 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 he knocked out the eye first, then the tooth, so he only owes him a tooth. So they both agree that he's free. The second set is just saying that he owes him a tooth and an eye, which is obviously a lot cheaper. Now these first two set of witnesses are refuting each other. So each one is machish each other. Then the third set of witnesses come and say that the middle set are Edom Zayman. So Allah is the middle set, which were t- trying to deprive the slave the value of his eye. They were saying he doesn't get an eye, he gets a tooth, the value of his tooth. So they're Edom Zayman, so they have to pay. And that's a proof that Edom Zayman, that the second set of witnesses, although they're machish, because they were already refuted by the first set, because the first set said the opposite of them, so they're already refuted, still become Edom Zayman. So you see that if there's Achosha, then Edom Zayman, you still pay. That was Rava's yeah, proof. Did we discuss this yet? But did, did we discuss what um, Hamas they have to pay? No, they would have to pay the value of the eye. Because that was what they were trying it's to... Not the difference. Not the difference between an eye and a tooth. No, just the value of an eye. So that's what we said yesterday. Comes Abaya, I'm Abaya Loy. Loy Abaya says, I don't think that this entire Brisa is what you said. I don't think it's uh, a proof at all. Because it was a cryptic Brisa, Rava was forced to say that the Brisa actually had three sets of witnesses. The first set and the second set that refute each other. And then the third set comes and makes the second set Adam Zayman. Abaya says, why do you have to do that? Much easier. I could just do two sets of witnesses. How so? Amr Abaya, loy. 
Very, very simple. The first set of witnesses come forward and they say that he knocked out a tooth and then an eye. Then the second set come forward and say, you're Adam Zayman and you have it reversed. Easy. So there is no case where a, a set is refuted and then Adam Zayman. It's all happening at the same time. It's not three sets. It's not where A and B disagree with each other and then C comes in and says B is Adam Zayman and it's a proof of the Rabbah. Abijah says very simply, A says that he did tooth and eye. B comes in and says, uh, you're Adam Zayman because you were with us and we actually know the truth. It's eye and tooth. Why not? I think it makes sense. No, you were no, because you were with us. I'll tell you why. You claim that it happened on Monday. You were with us on Monday. So you're lying. It actually happened on Sunday. Oh, so the is incorrect also. Correct. So the, the, so the point is there is no three sets, and it's not a proof of Hachosha and Hazama. It's very simple. The, the first set of witnesses just said tooth and eye. And then they came, uh, 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 Tooth and I, and then they come in and they're like, first of all, you were with us that day that you were testifying, so Adam Zeidman. And we actually know the truth because it happened another day and it was actually Ivan Tooth. So it's a, it's a much simpler case. And if that's the, that's the case, then it's not a proof at all to Hachasha. There is no Hachasha than Hazama. It's, it's all happening at the same time. So the Gemara says, Mimai, and Abaya says, I'll prove it to you. Why? Because Abayah says, this is all in the Reisha, this discussion. Again, we have a disagreement as to what is the Reisha. Rava says that it's the three witness set. It's A, B, and then C. And then Abayah says, no, 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 it's just two sets of witnesses. They testify, and the other one says, you're Zayman and you're wrong. Abayah says, I'll prove it to you. Why? The Seifa. The Seifa, Abayah says, is, is talking about this scenario where it's two sets. The second set proves your Hazama and reverses it. So if the Seifa is like that, Mestama is the Reisha is like that as well. Abaya says, Mimai, how do I know this? This is the beginning of Ayindalit. Mid the Seifa, because that's how you're going to understand the Seifa. The Seifa is not three sets of witnesses. It's where the second set of witnesses says, you're Adam Zayman, and reverse it. So to the Rish is also like this. So it makes sense that the Rish would also be like this. What's the Seifa? The Tani Seifa, again, we have a Seifa. It's going to be cryptic, and Abaya is going to read it in this formula, where it's two sets of witnesses, the second set of witnesses are reversing and proving Adam Zayman at the exact same time. What's the Seifa? Itani Seifa. Mi'idonu es The set of witnesses say, we testify about so-and-so. Shehipel Shane avdoi, that he knocked out the tooth of his evid, so he's free. Vesima esenai, and then he knocked out the eye. So he owes him an eye. Shari evid aymerkin. And the evid claims this. So they say that he owes, he owes him the value of an eye. But then the first set of witnesses were proven to be Zayman. They pay the value of the eye to the master. Now here's the problem. If the simple case is that the first set of witnesses says he owes him an eye. He knocked out his tooth, so he's free, and he owes him the value of an eye. And, and, then, and then they're just proven to be Adam Zayman. The whole thing is made up. If the whole thing is made up, they shouldn't have to pay the value of an eye to the master. They should pay the value of the entire slave to the master. If the entire thing is made up, that this slave was not actually free at all, and they just made it up, then they should pay the value of a slave to the master, not an eye. So there's got to be something more to the story, right? No, there is no, I'm saying, if, if the, you read the Bryce of the simple way, which is, one set of witnesses just made it up. They said that you knocked out his tooth, you knocked out his eye, and the second set of witnesses says, Adam Zoman, the whole thing's not true, that you don't pay the value of an eye, you pay the value of a slave, because you're trying to deprive them of a slave. The Gemara says, hey, 
So what's the case? It must be this is the case. The first set of witnesses say, you knocked out his tooth, and then you knocked out his eye. The second set of witnesses come in and says, you're Adam Zayman, and it's the reverse. So everyone agrees he's free. The first set was trying to deprive the master of the value of an eye, because they were saying you have to pay him for the eye. The second set, no, 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 it's the value of a tooth. You don't have to pay him for the eye, it's the value of a tooth. Therefore, because the first set are Adam Zoman, they have to pay the value of an eye. The point is, though, Abaya is interpreting the Seifa as just two sets of witnesses with a reversal thing, so to the Reish, there's also two sets of witnesses and a reversal, and there's no proof to Rav. The Gemara continues. Basically, we got to just get to the end of the Amid. The end of the Amid is a little bit easier. The, 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 it's more like this, we just do our best. The Hechidami, now, okay, according to Abaya, it's two sets of witnesses. Okay, so uh, uh, let's speak this out. According to Rava, we have Machlaikas, how do you understand the Reish and the Seifa? Rava understands it with three sets, Abaya understands it with two sets. So let's just speak it out. According to Rava, the first set of witnesses that are telling the truth said, eye then tooth. Second set, which are liars, said tooth then eye. Third set said to the second set, you're Adam Zoman. Okay. That's, about, that's what Rava says. So in that formula, it actually kind of, it's kind of simple because the first set of witnesses that are telling the truth already established tooth then eye. So he's already free. They establish that he's free. And they establish that you owe him money for a second injury. The second set, which are lying, just reverse it. So the second set are not like it's not earth-shattering. They're just changing the value. So for that, they have to pay the value. According to Abaya, though, the first set of witnesses, which are liars, they said, tooth and eye. The second set of witnesses said, you're liars. It's reverse. The first set, though, if you actually think about it, they're like creating a lie that's much bigger than... They're not just saying that you owe him money. They're just saying that he's free. They're creating this whole scenario. The second set happens to corroborate it, but like when they testify, it's actually creating a lot of problems, if you think about it. What, what I mean is, when Adam Zoman, when they're laying down their testimony, how much damage are they doing? In Rava's situation where there's three sets, the first set of witnesses that are telling the truth already established that he's free and there's an injury. The second set, which are liars, are just reversing the value of the injury. They're just messing with the value. So it's not as big of a change. But according to Abayah, that there's two sets... The first set of witnesses that are liars, they're establishing that he's free and there's an injury. The second set, which are telling the truth, they're saying, you're Adam Zoman, and it's reverse. So the Gemara just has to clarify that according to Abaya, why doesn't the first set pay for everything? Because think about it. They're not, it's not that they're just, the reason why it's a problem, it's not like, oh, well, it turns out that they were telling the truth. When they testified, they were creating a narrative that he's free. They were trying to deprive him of the slave. It turns out that they were telling the truth about that part. But at the time that they were testifying, and it's an Adam Zayman Edus, they were created this narrative that the guy should go free. They should have to pay for an entire Evid. So the Gemara says, the only way for this to work is as follows. The first set of witnesses that are liars, if they said that he that injury took place on Sunday, so he's free on Sunday, and then the second set, which are telling the truth, said that it took place on Monday, because Adam made a good point before. I, I didn't think about it as I was preparing the Gemara. The first set of witnesses said, freedom and injury. Second set of witnesses says, you're lying. You were with us. 
But we know what happened. So you said, how could that be? The answer is, they took, they're saying that it took place in different days. The only way for that to happen is it took place in different days. So it has to be that the second set of witnesses said that it happened before. Meaning, if the first set of witnesses that are liars said that on Sunday he injured him, and on Sunday he freed him and he injured him, all happening on Sunday. That means they're establishing on Sunday he's a free man. If the second set of witnesses that are telling the truth said, no, 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 you were with us on Sunday, it actually happened on Monday, then the first set of witnesses should pay for an entire Evid. Because they're testifying that on Sunday he's free. They're creating a lie. They're trying to deprive him of his slave, of his slave on Sunday, which is not true. The only way it works is if the reverse. They testify that the injury took place on Monday. The second set of witnesses says, no, you're lying because you were with us. It actually took place on Sunday. So by the time you're testifying about, he was already a free man. So they're not trying to deprive him of a slave because the truth is, by that point, he wasn't a slave anymore. They're just trying to deprive him of the value of a certain injury. That's the only way for it to work. Okay. Second point. One more point. It has to be even further. And that is that when they testify, again, the first set of witnesses testify there's an injury and freedom. Second set of witnesses says, no, you were with us. Rather, it, it, it did happen, but it happened reverse of the way you said it. You need more than this. You need there to have been a court case already establishing it. Because again, this is the point. I'm, I'm like, as I'm saying, I'm sort of realizing it. The first set of witnesses, right? Adam Zayman means you pay for what you were trying to dish out. They were trying to get this slave free. They testify, out of nowhere, they show up and they say, you hit his tooth and you hit his eye. He's free. It turns out they were lying. And they're Adam Zayman. Now, yes, maybe in truth it did happen, but it doesn't matter. From their perspective, they made it up. So they said that on Monday, you injured his eye and you knocked at his tooth. The second set of witnesses come forward and say, that's not true, you were with us on Monday. Adam Zayman, stop. It'd rather happen on Sunday. But the truth is, if you think about it, when they testified, they were trying to deprive him of an evid. It turns out, retroactively, yeah, okay, maybe he was going to go free anyway. But it doesn't matter. So rather, this has to be the case. They had already, he had already injured him. And the courts had already established that he's free. This set of witnesses were just testifying when that happened and what happened. So they were not establishing an injury because that's, that would actually require them to pay for an entire evan. Rather, this is the case. The guy punched him in the face and knocked at his tooth, whatever it is. Court ordered, said, that happened. Then the guy ran away, the evan ran away, whatever it is. Then this set of witnesses show up and said, on, on Monday, you hit his tooth, you knocked at his eye. Se then a second set of witnesses says, no, you're lying, and it's reversed. But the first set of witnesses that are lying did not establish an injury. The injury reports were already in the medical records. They were just saying when and how. That's the case. Okay. Huh? He's not an Evid at that point. He is not officially an Evid. Correct. 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 Okay. Let's go weiter. One more point. Uh, if you got it, good. If not, all right. One last point. Rava used, why do we get into this? We got into this entire discussion because Rava is trying to prove that if you have an edus that is mechash, mechash, whatever it is, that it was already refuted, and then edem zaymen, you still pay. So what's the case? The case is, the classic case, the, cl the case is that Ruven, that Ruven 
they testify that Reuben killed Shimon. Then other set of witnesses come forward and say, Shimon did not kill Reuben. What am talking about? Then a third set of witnesses said, you're actually Adam Zayman. They get killed. That's what Rava said. Now, how did Rava prove it? Rava proved it from the following, from the case that we had yesterday, which is, the first set of witnesses come forward and say, this is important, okay? I'm going to tell you the case. I'm going to just do it very slowly. Hopefully we'll get it. The first set of witnesses come forward and said, you knocked out his tooth first, and then he's free, and then you blinded his eye. You owe him an eye. That's the first set. They're telling the truth. The second set no, said, no, you knocked out his eye first, and you owe him a tooth. So the first set said, you owe him an eye. The second set said, you owe him a tooth. Eye, then tooth. So the first two sets are disagreeing with each other, right? They're being machish each other. The first set is disagreeing with the second set, because the first set said I, they said tooth. They're disagreeing. Then a third set said Adam Zayman, the second set. The second set has to pay. I, they were already muchash. You see that you can be muchash, and then you become Adam Zayman. Now, how are they muchash? Because the first set said you owe him an eye. The second set said you owe him a tooth. And that's not the same. Here's the thing, though. They're not really being machish each other. Yes, it's a different report, but there's a concept called b'chalal masayim mana, which is that if you say I owe 100 and I say I owe 50, we both agree I owe 50. So it's not your classic case, meaning we, we're looking for a case where the two, two sets of witnesses disagree, like Reuven killed Shimon. No, he did not. That is a straight-up disagreement. And then after the disagreement, they're found to be Adam Zoman, and you're still punished. That's what we're looking for. That's not what you're getting here. The first set said you owe an eye, which is over $500. The second set said, not an eye, a tooth. So we both agree that it's the, at least the value of a tooth. It's not a straight-up disagreement. It, yeah, it is a straight-up disagreement in the, in the total, but they're both agreeing that you owe him at least a tooth. Then the second set is found to be Adam Zoman. Oh, but it's not exactly the case. We're looking for like straight up disagreements. We're looking for where the first set said tooth and second set said not a tooth, more than that. Over here, the first set said an eye, which is you owe him $1,000. The second set said, you don't owe him $1,000, you owe him a tooth, $200. They're both agreeing you owe him $200. There is an agreement. The second set is agreeing with the first set in that regard. He's not agreeing to the total, but they're agreeing to Bechlal, Masai, and Mana. So it's not exactly perfect. It would be better if it was reversed. It would be better if the first set said you owe him a tooth, and the second set said no, you owe him an eye. More than that, we do not agree. We, we, we hold that you need the first set said tooth and the second set said eye. That would be better. Yeah? That would be better. Okay, fine. The Gemara says, wait a minute. Amrle Rava, I'm sorry. Amrle Rava Achabre, the Ravikula Ravashi. Where did Rav get this concept from? If it's from the Reisha that he quoted, the first set is not really contradicting the second set. Why? The first set said you owe him an eye, and the second set said you owe him a tooth. The first set is not really contradicting the second set. They're both agreeing that you owe him the value of a tooth. The question is, the first set said you owe him a little more. It's not a straight-up disagreement, not contradicting. There's a rule called which is that if I say you owe him 200 and you say I owe him, I, I don't, you say I owe him 400, I say I owe him 200. We both at least agree that it's 200. 
It's not a contradiction. So the first set said you owe one eye, which is $1,000. The second set said, no, you owe a tooth, which is $200. They both agree that it's $200. So the first set is not contradicting the second set because they both agree that it's $200. The Gemara says, the, the, the second set, the first set is not contradicting the first set. He's just adding to it. It's not a contradiction. It would be a contradiction if it was the reverse. It would be a contradiction if the first set said tooth and the second set said I. So the first set said, I don't agree that it's that amount of money. It's more than that. I, 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 I don't agree. So the first set said, you owe me tooth, $200. The second set said, not $200, $1,000. they are not seeing eye to eye. That's when, it's, that's when it's a straight-up contradiction. But when the first set said 1,000 and the second set 200, the first set agrees that it's 200. The question is, does the first set contradict? Does the first set contradict the second set? If the first set says you owe him 1,000 and the second set 200, the first set agrees that it's 200. He just thinks it's more. It's a contradiction when it's the reverse. The first set said 200. The second set 1,000. So the first set looks at the second set and says, I disagree with you. It's not 1,000. That, that's... So the Gemara says, okay, you're right. Rava, we've been focusing on the Reisha, and he had that three set. Rava understood the Seifa also with three set, and the Seifa is reverse, and the Seifa is perfectly what he's looking for. The Gemara says, Amarle, Rava Savar mid the Reisha b'shalosh It's the same way Rava understood the first set with three sets of witnesses, the first case with three sets of witnesses. Seifa nami b'shalosh. So to the Seifa is also with three sets of witnesses. V'dayik m'seifa. And he understands the Seifa as mamish telling you what he thinks, which is, it's the exact same thing, it's three sets, but it's the, it's the order is reversed. The Gemara says, First, two sets of witnesses come and say, The first, they say, knocked out his tooth and then blinded his eye. They're the ones that are lying. And they issued a verdict based on their testimony, that you owe him an eye. And then the second set of witnesses come and say, No, it's the opposite. You only owe him a tooth. And they're disagreeing with the first, and they're contradicting. The first set said, You owe $1,000. They say, No, not $1,000, $200. Straight up contradiction. And the first set are considered Edom Zomen, are proven to be Edom Zomen. They pay the value of an eye. That is an example where the first set, which are lawyers, are contradicted by the second, and then they're found to be Edom Zomen. And you see that a contradiction followed by Edom Zomen, you still pay. No. No, before the din is, is actually punished, but it's after the Gemara din. You need the Gemara din. It's before the din is actually administered. So the Gemara says, So that was what Rava's proof is. So again, so Rava understands both the Reisha and the Seifa dealing with three cases. And the Reisha and the, and the Seifa is what his proof is based on. Abaya understands both cases are dealing with two cases. Both the Reisha and the Seifa is not dealing with three sets of witnesses, but two sets of witnesses where the first set said A and B, and the second set said, you're Adam Zayman, and it's reverse. Okay, fine. It's a tough daf. We're doing our best. The Gemara says, Abai responds, no, you misunderstood the Reisha and the Seifa. The Reisha and the Seifa is not talking about three sets. It's rather two sets. And Abai says to Rav, I understand why, I at least get why the Reisha, you had to do three sets of witnesses. Abai says to Rav, even you should understand the Seifa being with two cases. 
Because what did the Sefer say? The Sefer said that the Evid is happy. The Evid is happy regardless. Meaning, Abayi is saying to Rava, Rava understood both the Reisha and the Sefer dealing with three sets of witnesses. Where the middle set or the first set are contradicted by the other set and then proven to be Adam Zoman. And you see there's a proof that even after contradiction there could be Adam Zoman. Abayi responds to him, listen, he said it like this. I think both cases are dealing with two sets of witnesses. Not at all what you're saying. But you definitely should go with me on the Sefer. The Sefer should definitely go with me that it's two sets of witnesses, not three. Okay, now I think we're sort of done this discussion for now. Now the Gemara just has a little bit of an agav. This entire Amid has been dealing with an assumption, and that is that when you testify that a master knocked out the guy's tooth and then the eye, he owes him the value of the eye. Why? Because he's free with the tooth, and then you owe him an eye. Same thing in reverse. Again, the first injury sets him free, the second injury you've got to pay for. The Gemara wants to know why. Maybe if in one fight you knock out his tooth and knock out his eye, he's free with both. Maybe you don't have to pay. It's a bit of a strange havamina because like, the second he's free, I mean, he's a Jew, so you should have to pay for the injury. But the Gemara wants to know, how do you know that if you inflict two injuries that we perceive the first injury is rendering him free and the second injury you have to pay for? Maybe he's free with both injuries. Again, it's, it's a strange half. I mean, but let's see it inside. Mask the Rav Zera. Go to the next page. How do I know? Maybe if you knock at his eye, then he's free. He goes free with the eye. Or or if you knock at his tooth, then he's free. But maybe if you do both, maybe he's free with both. Meaning, how do you know that he goes free with one, you have to pay the other? Maybe if you hurt him in one fight, you knock at his tooth and his eye, he's free with both. You don't have to pay it for anything. So the Gemara says it's a pretty obvious answer. Amr Rabbi Amlach Akra, the Pasa's Tachas Einoi. He's free with his eye. So once he's free with his eye, of course you have to pay for his, the second injury. Or Tachashinoi, or he's free with his tooth. Meaning, the Pasa indicates that he's free with one. Once you're free with one, then the second injury is, doesn't, go, doesn't go away for nothing, got to pay for it. Okay. Fine. What we're going to do until the Mishnah is as follows. One more attempt at a proof. And then we're going to prove that it's Machlech Tenaim. Again, we're, we're discussing this concept that if an Eidos is contradicted, then there's Eidim Zomimin. Do you, do you still administer the Eidim Zomimin punishment or not? It's a Machlech Abaya and Rav. The Gemara says, I actually have a proof that even after it's contradicted, even after the testimony is questioned, if you become Eidim Zomimin, you still have to pay. Why? Because it said in the Mishnah... The Mishnah says, if one set of witnesses said, we saw the theft of an animal, and we also saw it slaughtered or sold, and they were found to be Edom Zoyman, they pay for everything. Now the Gemara assumes, what was the order? We sort of had this yesterday. The Gemara assumes the order was as follows. First, they testified about the theft. Yerchai of Kefa. Then they testified about the slaughtering. Now Yechayv Dalad Vehei. Huzmol Geneva. First, you were found to be Adam Zoman on the theft. Stop. Once you're found to be Adam Zoman on the theft, the part of the court case of the sale is now contradicted. Right? Think about it. Well, it, it, it well, you, what you call irrelevant, I call contradicted. Meaning, it's questioned. It's, 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 it's sort of thrown out. 
Because if there is no geneva, then the tzvicha mechira is irrelevant. Correct. So that means that if I testify about the theft, testify about the sale, and proven to be Adam Zoman on the theft, stop right there, the, the edus of the sale is now chuchash, is now contradicted, at least. You want to use irrelevant. It's the same concept. It's definitely put into the questionable category. And then when you're found to be Adam Zoman for the Tzvich Mechiri, you pay. So you see that even after a contradiction, assuming this is the order of events, even after contradiction, you could still be found to be Adam Zoman. Because if after contradiction there is no Adam Zoman, then you should not have to pay for the extra three. Because the second you're found to be Adam Zoman on the Geneva, the Tzvich Mechira element of the court case is now Huchash, no more Adam Zoman. The fact that you become Adam Zoman and everything indicates that even after it's contradicted, you could still be Adam Zoman, assuming this is the order. And obviously the answer is going to be that the order was not in this case. The Gemara says, The second you're found to be Adam Zoman on the theft, it's now contradicted. That part of your testimony is contradicted. Yet you're found to be Adam Zoman again on the Tvicha Mechir, you pay for everything. You see that even after Achosha, you could be found to be Adam Zoman. This is assuming that the order was you testify about the theft, you testify about the Mechira, you're found to be Adam Zoman on the Gneva, then on the Tvicha Mechir. Says the Gemara, no, the role, it happened backwards. The Gemara says, Here's the case. You were found to be Adam Zoman on the slaughter first. So that part, Adam Zoman, the Geneva is not contradicted yet. Then you're found to be Adam Zoman on the Geneva. That's the case. You could easily just wiggle your way out of it. Yeah, you're Chayiv, but there is no proof that after contradiction you could be Adam Zoman because the, the, it happened in a way that it didn't contradict the first part. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yes. Yep. One last little sugya. We're going to try to bring a proof that it's a machlaikas tanaim. Again, we're talking about a case where after you're contradicted, you become Adam Zoman. The question is, are you still punished as Adam Zoman? Or do we say that because you're contradicted at that point, the Adis is already thrown out? Then when you're Adam Zoman, you're not Adam Zoman on anything substantial. The Gemara says, Plukta. It's actually a machlaikas tanaim. How so? Adim shehuchashu. You have a case of murder. Two Adams say that Reuven killed Shimon and Reuven should get the death penalty. Then their Adams is already contradicted by a second set of witnesses, Ulub Saif Huzmu, and then eventually that same set of witnesses that were already contradicted are found to be Adam Zoman. Rav Yochanan Rav Lazar. It's a machlokas Rav Yochanan Rav Lazar. Chad Amar Neherogin. One opinion says they're still executed because you could have Adam Zoman after Hachasha. Bechad Amar Neherogin. And one opinion says they're not executed. So this machlokas of whether Adam Zoman is still administered after Achosh, it's a machlekes of Yechon of Easy. The Gemara says, now we don't know who said what, we just know it's a machlekes of Yechon of The Gemara says, Tistayim der Avalazar Damer Einarogen. I actually think it's Avalazar who says you don't get killed. Again, the case is, Reuben and Shimon testify that John killed somebody. So John should get the death penalty. Then Reuben and Shimon's testimony is, is already contradicted. They say John didn't kill somebody. And then Reuben and Shimon are found to be Adam Zayman. Is Are they killed? By the time they're Adam Zayman, their Adis is already contradicted, but they definitely tried to kill John. That's the question. The Gemara says, I'll prove that Ravalazah says you don't get killed. Why? Because Ravalazah says in this case, you get lashes. If you can actually get killed, you're not going to get lashes. 
the type of lav that will get you the death penalty will not get you lashes. The Gemara says, Mamish, this case where they testified about someone to get him killed. But then they're contradicted, and then they're found to be Adam Zayman. What's the punishment? Lashes. Loikin. You only receive lashes. Now, the Gemara says, um, yeah, the Gemara says, Now, if Rav Lozer Shita is, that if you're found to be guilty, you actually get killed, am I like him? Then why do you get lashes? This is a prohibition that, that, that could lead to a death penalty. Any law that under the right circumstances can get you the death penalty will not lead you to get lashes. So, so therefore... Meaning like this, what Rav Loz is talking about the following case. I testify, two people testify that he, that he, John killed somebody. And then they're contradicted. Stop. Before they become Adam Zoman, they're contradicted. Rav Loz says, give him lashes. Forget about Adam Zoman. At that point, they're contradicted, get him lashes. That's proof they're not going to get killed if there's Adam Zoman. Why? Because if, when, if they become Adam Zoman and they're killed, we would not give them lashes before. If they did something that could lead to getting killed under the right circumstances, we'll not get you lashes. So the case is where they testify about John and they're contradicted. They're not Adam Zayim, they're contradicted. They get lashes on the spot. Says the Gemara, that proves that they would not give the death penalty. Because if they would give the death penalty, if they become Adam Zayimim, we would not give them lashes before they become Adam Zayimim. So if they weren't contradicted, they were just, just Adam Zayimim. They, they would get killed. They would get killed. Correct. But because they were contradicted before Adam Zayimim, we give them lashes. So the Gemara says it must be that they would not get killed if they became Adam Zayman. Because if they would get killed, we would not give them lashes now. Anytime if you, like, if you finish the story, they would get killed. We're not going to give you lashes before the story ends. That's the point. Cholav shenitan l'asaris mises bezin. Any lav that can lead to death, we're not going to give you lashes now. No, then they just get... Oh, be the quinter of a lazar? Yeah. You need to get punished, they get lashes again. I guess they would get. Um, I guess, I guess they would get lashes then. One, you get lashes because you were No, actually, no, no, no punishment, no punishment, no punishment, no punishment. Yeah, no punishment. That I guess would be no punishment. The point is, if. You would say that they would get the death penalty, they would not get lashes now. The fact that they get lashes means there is no greater punishment waiting for them. It's also right against the body, because the body would say it goes back to when they first testified. So, the body, they would have to, they would be killed. Yeah, maybe. I don't know what Abaya would say about that. We hold, we hold like Abaya. Correct, but that was what Abaya was talking about was regarding Psoladis. I don't know if he would go for punishment as well, but it's a good point. I don't know. The Gemara continues. Now, the Gemara just has one point. So uh, Rav Lozer said that if these two witnesses, two witnesses testify that John killed somebody, then they're contradicted. Forget about them, they're contradicted, they get lashes. And that's a proof that you're not going to get killed at some point, but you get lashes. Let me ask you a question. Why do you get lashes? I, I mean, okay, Reuben and Shimon testify that John killed somebody. Levi Yehuda testify he doesn't. So we give Reuben and Shimon lashes? It's two against two. What do you get lashes for? Contradicted just doesn't mean that they're lying. It just means that somebody's lying. So why do you give why do you give Reuben Shimon lashes? So the Gemara says, Loikin, Treva Trainin. Why are you giving them lashes? Again, contradiction just means Reuben and Shimon testified John killed somebody. Levi just said, No, he didn't. It, it doesn't say you were with us. No, he didn't. 
So, oh, give Reuben a Shimon lashes. Why? They're lying. How do you know they're lying? Maybe live in you, they're lying. The answer is, I'm Rabbi The case is that they, the person that they said John killed walked into court. <laughs> Meaning they said John killed, uh, John killed uh, Tom. Tom walked into court. So that, that's it. I guess the point is it's more likely than not that they made it up. You already have two other witnesses said that their, their story is contradicted. And the person that they claimed was killed just walked into court. So it's more likely than not that they made it up. Well, they also prevent witnesses from lying. I don't know. That's what Gemara says. Okay, yep. <coughs> the Gemara says like this. The, the Mishnah, we're up to the Mishnah. New, new topic. Ganaval Pishnayim. Okay? Once, uh, they, they, they say that an item, uh, the ox was stole. Two witnesses say that he stole an ox or a sheep. And then one aide said that it was slaughtered or sold. So the, the, the theft was based on two, but the, the, the sale or the slaughter was based on one. Or even based on the person themselves. You don't pay Dalbay. Why? Because there are no two witnesses. By the way, this is pretty posh. Like, of course, of course you don't pay. And the Gemara is going to ask, isn't that pretty posh? Okay, you don't pay Dalbay if there's no two aides on the Dalbay. There's only one aide. It's not enough. Keep going. You stole an ox and slaughtered on Shabbos. So you don't pay Dalad Vehei. Why? Because you get the death penalty. And You stole a sheep and slaughtered it for Avodizara. Again, death penalty. No Dalad Vehei. You steal it from the father. We have this on Shabbos. The father died. So now it's yours. At least it's yours and your brother's because you're sharing it as inheritance. And then you slaughtered it. So the halacha is you don't pay dollar hey because by the time you slaughter it, it's partially yours. You're not 100% at fault for doing that. And the last one is or you stole it and then magdish it. So it's Hashem's. And then you slaughter it. You don't pay dollar hey because it's no longer the master's. It's Hashem's. Those are all the cases of the Mishra. Pretty straightforward. Rav Shimon Oymer, Rav Shimon says, Kod Shim Shechayib Bachar Yusam, Mishalom Tashum Yav Recham Yishem. Shein Chayib Bachar Yusam Pasar. Pater. Okay, uh, like this. Let's say I steal, okay, Gavin makes an animal, an oila. He makes it holy, an oila. I steal it and then I slaughter it. Do I pay dollar Vehei? No. Because by the time I slaughter it, it's not Gavin's, it's God's. Rav Shimon has a different shita. Rav Shimon says, we know that there's a difference between a nedara and a nedava and a neder and nedava. The difference is, one is harezu and one is harelai. So when Gavin made that animal an oila and I slaughtered it, does he have to replace the oila? It depends. If he said harezu, then only this animal's an oila. If it's slaughtered, then, no. all right, whatever. But if he said harelai, that means he has to replace it. If Shimon holds that if he said harelai, that by my, me slaughtering it, I'm causing him to have to replace it. That's enough of a hezek that I would have to pay dollar per While it's not his, technically, I'm causing him money lost. Rav Shimon believes, that although it's not his anymore, but I am causing you to have to replace that item, so that's enough of a hezek that it's considered dollar per Why can't you just say, Harei Alai? No, no, I'm, I, it, it depends, Rav Shimon's just point is, it depends what the case is. If the person had said, Harei Alai, that means that he has to replace that oil. So when I slaughter that oil, I am causing him to have to replace it. So I'm causing him the loss of $500. That's enough that you have to pay dollar vehe. That's Rav Shemeshit. 
Let's start the Gemara and then we'll stop. Almost done. The Gemara said, the Mishnah started off by saying that if there's one aid or the owner himself or the thief himself agreed that he slaughtered it, you don't pay dollar vehe because there's no two aides. The Gemara says, isn't that poshit? That if one aid says that it was slaughtered, you don't have to pay dollar vehe? Of course, it's one aid. One aid is nothing. The Gemara says, Amri here's the Chiddush. You know what the Mishnah is telling us? The Mishnah is telling us is that a single witness is treated the exact same way as the thief himself. In what capacity? Okay, if one witness says that he saw the theft, is that enough? No. But what if another witness comes and joins him? Then it is enough. Right? So too it is api he also ate the Mechayev, Lafuki mid Ravuna Marav, Dom Ravuna Marav, Moide Beknas, Viachavo Eden Potter. Meaning, you know what we're saying? So too it is by a, the, the thief himself. If the thief himself agrees that he slaughtered it, that's called Moide Beknas, right? The paying Dalad Vehe is a Knas, Moide Beknas. And then witnesses come forward, does he have to pay? The answer is yes. He is treated like a single witness, the same way a single witness. Right now it's not enough, but if another witness joins him, he's chayiv. So to api that's not enough to be chayiv right now, but if two Adam come forward, he is going to be chayiv. Even though he had already admitted to it, is Not like Rav Huna, this is the Shita of the Gemara, that is We'll stop here tomorrow, we're going to talk more about this. I'll review this last point uh, tomorrow, Bezashem. Today's tomorrow, tomorrow is Tuesday, right?